What's up, all you Vols Deep Lunatics? Episode 9 is here. Uh, we're knocking on the door, double-digit episodes, boys. What are you doing? Vols. Gotcha. How you doing, Corbin? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky's already on one today. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine dandy and sweet as candy. Before we started, he's over here singing Elvis, the Christmas, I Got the Blues song. Now he's deep voting over yeah, here. Yeah, we called Blue Christmas. Blue we, Christmas. We had to, uh, yeah, wait pretty long for... Sorry, I, I just got in the mood for some Elvis. That's, like, his, that's his warm-up. Yeah. I'm being so blue, just thinking about you. Great show lined up for y'all today. Uh we're going to talk uniforms, so I know Spanky is fired right. up about this subject. It's actually a, a special request from It is. Spanky. I wanted it. I heard y'all did the helmets, and I I feel like I needed to do the uniforms. So we're, we're doing, we're going to talk SEC uniforms, full uniforms. We've talked helmets, now it's uniform time. We're going to talk about another big-time recruit for Josh Heupel's Tennessee Volunteers. Tony Vitello, once again, killing it in the portal. It seems like we're being repetitive here with Coach Heupel and Coach Vitello every single week, but um, I will take reporting this news every single week. Yes. <laughs> Damn right. Maybe Coach Marnes need to take some notes on how to use that uh, portal a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Joe Milton had some great comments regarding the state of Florida. I love this. We'll talk about his comments. Trayvon Flowers, Tennessee's safety last year, um, in the previous years, announced some health issues that he's going through. We'll talk about that. Um, VFL, current NBA standout Grant Williams, has a new home. We'll talk about Grant's new journey. We have some big comments from current Georgia offensive linemen regarding Neyland Stadium. We'll go over the MLB draft, um, which former Vols were drafted so far. We have start bench cut. We have the duel. Will Corbin defend his belt? Today, uh, let's see if it's rigged this week. <laughs> we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Thank you, Fairview Union, for the great music. Are you looking for a place to tailgate this season? Look no further than the Volunteer Club. Free food, free drinks, free games, and an open bar. Yes, I said open bar. Also, you're going to get things like watch parties, shirts, decals, koozies, exclusive video content special events, meet and greets, etc. You absolutely cannot beat the Volunteer Club for as little as $5 you can join today. Click on my QR code, screenshot my QR code, or message me for a direct link and come tailgate with the best of the best. Go Vols! Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vol Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union. Great musicians, local people, Chad's from my hometown, they were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. I'm a hundred thousand, can't get louder. Gators, come and get your song. Yeah, we'll be singing our song. We're all ball, bring it on. We're all ball, bring it on. 
Everybody's getting crazy on the Tennessee. We're tailgating, just waiting for that power tea. We're all, all bringing on down to Neyland Stadium. Next, we've got our recap. Um, Tennessee news. And then we're, this will be our game maxims as well during the season. But let's start with our quarterback, Joe Milton. He says, I don't lose in Florida. Pretty much take every game to heart, but I don't lose in Florida. Love it. <laughs> Wasn't he a part of the team that lost in Florida, though? No. I'm pretty sure it's first. 21. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. But but he wasn't quarterback then yeah, though. He wasn't a quarterback. I thought he was. No. No. Nope. Yeah, he was. Mm. Pitt. Pitt was his life. He got hurt during the pit game. Was it Pitt? Okay. He's still part of the team that lost though, so I wouldn't be making them accusations. But eh, well. Spanky over here, like the the Florida's coming out in him, Corbin. No, I'm just saying, like, we gotta be a realist here. Like he's probably I love the confidence. Um, he's probably talking about the Orange Bowl, the Clemson win. He probably is. He's from the state of Florida, so he's probably, okay. if I was guessing, had an awesome high school career. I would say he rarely lost a game. Okay, then that, that sounds a lot guessing, better. That so, sounds a lot better. Um, you're going to have to get over that. You're in the right shade of orange now. Spanky. I know, but, like, I just – I'm just being – look, I – Look, I'm not a man of any color, okay? I'm a man of creed and confidence, oh, okay? I, I'm a man of the people, for the people, by the people, we the people. And I am here to state the truth. Even mm -hmm. when people don't like the truth, I'm here to state it. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Joe Milton's going to end that 20-year drought in, in Florida. I, know I hope that. he does. hope he does. I know that. It's oh. going to happen. You know who else didn't lose to Florida? When they were starting. Casey Clawson. Yep. The Ice Man, baby. Ice Man. Ice, ice baby. Grant Williams. Uh, he's he's landed in Dallas. Has signed a four-year deal with the Mavericks. $53 million for VFL Grant Williams. I think it's a good move, honestly. Uh, it just never felt like he fit in Boston too well. Like, yeah, he started, but he's on the bench sometimes. But he started a lot of games. And I was honestly surprised to see him starting playoff games in Boston with the team they have. And I just never felt like he fit in there. Now with Dallas, he'll be with Luka. The only problem is how long is Luka going to stick around in Dallas? Like, they can be a championship caliber team. It's just is Luka going to stick around for that or is he going to leave for somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I like it. Um, Luka obviously is, is awesome. They got Kyrie too. I mean, we'll see kind of what happens. So uh, Kyrie, it, you just it's it's a it's a you're tossing dice, man. You don't know what you're gonna get. But I forgot they got Kyrie till now, and you know Kyrie, he won't even this time next year. He won't even be in Dallas. He'll be somewhere else. He'll be holding out, sitting at the house, be like, I ain't gonna play there because I don't. I, I got this excuse. A lot of drama, you know, always with Kyrie. It's always um, drama. But we'll we'll see. I mean, you know who else was drama? Derrick Rose, yeah, and right. he learned to straighten his head up because he realized you ain't gonna make no money not being this game pretty long <laughs> if you don't straighten your head up. I think Grant was underused at Boston. Derrick Rose mostly got hurt too. Well, he got hurt, but he was also drama all the time. Uh -huh. <laughs> if I was hurt all the time, I'd be wanting to start drama too, man. Gotta stay relevant somehow. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he was underused at Boston, um, especially last year, but. I'm fired up for him. Um, obviously, we all love Grant Williams. They definitely cut him back last year compared yeah. to what he was from the year before. 
I agree. Um, he has potential to be great. I mean, you know, really good. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Grant, and I'm happy for him. Um, Josh Heupel does it again. Um, he lands offensive lineman William Satterwhite, four star across the board, six foot three, two hundred ninety five pounds. Um, Rivals has him as the number four interior offensive lineman in the country. ESPN has him as the number six interior offensive lineman in the country. Rumor is uh, he's ready to play Division One football right now. Then hey, let's see it, man. I hope so. Hope it is. I mean, we're gonna lose. I mean, we lost offense. You know, solid offensive lineman. This year, we're gonna lose. You know, more next year. But again, Josh Heupel beats out Penn State, Georgia, Michigan State, Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, Auburn, Kentucky, Florida. He chose the big orange, baby. Something about them orange britches. <laughs> Something in the orange, baby. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you now, like. The rumor mill is, is going, it's turning right now, and I think July is going to be a huge month for Josh Heupel. I think so, too. Did you say the rumor mill was churning? It's churning, is baby. It, is it pumping like our sponsor? At, Big Orange Pumping? At Big Orange Pumping. It's, it's, that's basically what it's doing. Uh, all right, Tony Vitello lands another massive commitment. Um, stole one from Clemson. Billy Amick has committed to the fighting Vitellos. Yep, he's chose the right shade of orange. <laughs> Poor old Clemson just keeps on losing to Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's going to be uh, he's going to be great. He was first team All ACC as a sophomore, All American. Um, good to see this dude in in the right shade of orange. Uh, batted four thirteen, thirteen homers, sixty three RBIs. That's freaking impressive. That batting average is just wild right there itself. I love seeing the you know just him recruiting the bats. You know cause that's that's what we're missing. That's what you need. Um, he did quote. He said, uh, "Tony Vitello, he's gonna let me be me. Nobody wants to be put in a cookie cutter." So oh, well, he these, takes shots at somebody. These uh, yeah, these uh, these players they they love the you know Tony Vitello is a player's coach. Mm-hmm. And Tony Vitello again lands Missouri catcher. Dalton Bargo, um, as a freshman, he hit 279, five home runs of 23 RBIs. Another catcher, another solid pickup. We did. Well, we just got the uh, one last week, was mm-hmm. it? And now we got this one, and uh, that's that's one thing we needed was a catcher for sure. Yeah, keep padding that depth chart. Um, I mean, who's going to be next on Tony's list? I mean, he's he's killing it, man. We got to be next. Getting to be number one. Yeah, right he is. Now. Uh, I've, not, I've not looked at that, but yeah, like you said, we've got to be close. He's he, in my opinion, top he's five. The, he's the best recruiter in the in the country. Everybody wants. To, I mean, he's laid back guy. He's players coach. Everybody wants to play for him. Everybody, everybody wants to come play. Yeah, and Tennessee has one of the best NIL deals in all of America. Yeah, that is very true. So all, all starts the, with the Volunteer Club, that's baby. Right. Um, y'all see them on on our commercials. Make sure you check them out. Ninety two point eight percent. Of the money goes straight to the players and recruits. Next topic, Georgia offensive lineman uh, had some interesting comments about Neyland Stadium. He says, no offense to Sanford Stadium or Georgia fans, but Neyland, Neyland Stadium is the best stadium in the SEC. He just kissed our ass and we beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll spare his life. 
He already knows, don't he? He just he knows uh, he's getting ready for it. He knows, but he don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he was here in twenty twenty one, Hop's first year, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit different. Um, going to be a different animal coming in, um, shaking in his boots. You know, that's just that Georgia fan base is just steaming at that comment. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and and his teammates have got to be like, "What are you doing, pal?" What are you doing? As it came out and said what his name is. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't put his name on here, and that is bad of me. But um, I actually saw it's it. okay. We don't want we don't want to call a man out like that. We don't want to. It was actually such a big uh, quote that he made that it was like all over my Twitter the other day when he said it. And that's yeah. all I saw from all kinds of Twitter but yeah, accounts. Rough practice next to him. I screenshotted it and then I added it to the notes here, and I never did look up the. I thought it was some just BS thing on Twitter. Like, there's no way a Georgia player said this. I know he's got a mullet and a mustache, and he's one of their – I mean, he's one of their starting offensive linemen. Um, yeah, man, like, I bet they're so mad, like you said. Um, I hope at our scoreboard, uh, decibel readers said we were loud. Um, wow. <laughs> I bet they're all barking at each other about it right now. As we yeah, speak. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Georgia Bulldog the day I die. As of now, now this is pre-recorded show Monday, July tenth, eight forty-six. There's been four Tennessee baseball players drafted in the MLB draft. Chase Dolander, first round, ninth overall, went to the Colorado Rockies. So happy for him to, you know, see him go to the next level, just climb that ladder. And uh, man, we're gonna miss him though. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maui Ahuna went round four, pick one seventeen. To San Fran, Andrew Lindsay went round five, pick 146 to the Florida Marlins. Seth Halverson, round seven, pick 202 to the Colorado Rockies. And that is as of now. Um, we'll see We'll see what happens throughout the – No Jared Dickey as of now. No I'm Jared Dickey. I'm, I'm kind of I'm shocked at that, to be honest with you. I am too. Um, just how great he is with the bat. Um, maybe, he, maybe he comes back or something. That'd be yeah, I never know. Can you come back after you uh, declare for the MLB draft? I'm not sure. Uh, you can't. I know you can't for NBA or NFL. Yeah, I'm not. But MLB and NCAA I say, baseball. I want to say you different. can. I think so. I want to say you can. Could be totally wrong, but for some reason I want to say that you can. Um, Trayvon Flowers, uh, former Tennessee safety, last year safety, um, solid career overall. Announced on Instagram that he's been battling. Probably going to say this wrong. My. Ocitus, <laughs> uh, a weakness and inflammation of the muscles. Basically, his body was fighting against itself. He played all last season with this. Knew something was wrong, but didn't really know what was wrong. He just kept pushing through it. Um, he started treatments back in February. Give him credit for playing through the season, toughing mm-hmm. it out. And I mean, that's oh yeah, takes a man to do that. Yeah, horrible news. I mean, I'm glad that they found out what was wrong. I'm glad he's getting treated. Hope um, everything works out well for him. Hate that. I do too. I mean, he missed his, you know, senior bowls. He missed workouts. He's missed pro day. Um, I hate it for him. But um, and he he took a lot of criticism from Tennessee fans. Um, select few, but they, you know, they're the loud ones. But um, yeah, you just never know what a player is going through physically, mentally, or whatever. And yeah, just want to wish him the very best. And uh, we'll definitely been be thinking about you here at the Vols Deep. I'm getting there, buddy. Uh, podcast. Yep. But next, we have um, our first main talking point of the day, presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping. We'll be right back. 
Since July of 2021, our student athletes have capitalized on so many NIL opportunities that have been presented to them. Those opportunities exist because of the power of Vol Nation. When you combine the most passionate fan base in the country with the city of Knoxville and our great state, you create the nation's number one NIL destination for student athletes. There's no better place for our players to build their brands than right here at Tennessee. I encourage all of you to support and donate to Spire Sports and Our Lady Ball Booster Collective. These collectives are here to serve our student athletes the right way in our community. To get involved, please scan this QR code now. It's been an incredible fall for our program and we are just scratching the surface of what we can accomplish. Let's all do our part to ensure that Tennessee continues to lead the way in name, image, and likeness. Go Big Orange! And we're back. Next, we've got our first main talking point of the day presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping. So here's what we'll do. Um, Spanky special request. We've already ranked helmets uh, like two, three episodes ago. But now we're going to rank uniforms. Um, complete uniforms. Head to the cleats, baby. Head to tone. Um, and <clears throat> we're going to go last to first. We're just doing SEC. We're going to do home uniforms in the first talking point, and we'll do away uniforms in the second main talking point. Start us off, Spanky. Who you got dead last, number dead 14? Last, I have. Now, look, my 14, 13 are, I'll just go ahead and spoil it, two teams in the same state. But dead last is the University of Alabama. It is bland. It is boring. It's just a number on the side of the freaking helmet. I understand it's tradition. But that tradition sucks on the uniform side of things. Now, I'm not talking about what they've done on the field because that's a whole different ball. I'd be stupid to say they suck. But on the uniform side of things, they not not too well. Not too well. So Spanky has the tide at 14. Who's last, Corbin? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I don't, I, oh, my God. I hate Ole Miss's uniforms. I don't – it's just – I'm sitting here looking at it. It's like it's like a damn fruit, like it's a box of fruity pebbles or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got gray, you got red, and then you got a blue helmet, and it may be a light blue, maybe a dark You're blue. T- that, that helmet they that they had last year was ugly. It looked like a Coors Light can. Which one, the camo blue one? Yes, I like that. It looked one. like it looked like the mountains right here. Well, and I'm telling you that uh. Whatever the hell they got going on the shoulder pad right here, shoulder pads right here is just that's a stripe. That it, then you need to, that's you the need most to, unfinished damn stripe I've ever saw in my life. No, it goes like coloring pad. Then you need you, got, gotta, you guys talk about LSU then. It goes they got you got to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. That's an old school classic stripe on the shoulder thing. It it's goes a design. It's long as shit. It makes no <laughs> sense. It looks ugly. It's awful. God awful. For the people to see here, Luke, but. Sorry to all the land sharks out there, whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Now, look, we ain't going to talk about the mascots and everything. <laughs> that is a good t- We could do mascots uh, eventually. All right, number 14, I've got Georgia. Um, yep. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah, baby. The helmets are tacky. The G, you know. Uh, Rip off. Rip off. I, I said this when we done the helmets. Um, it's the same G that every single team uses. University of Grambling, they, they use it. The red, it's almost like a, like on TV, it's almost like a pinkish red. It's not like mm-hmm. a dark, you know, so that's ugly. Um, the gray pants, ugly. I absolutely hate UG gay or UG uh, uniforms. 
Uh, so much potential with the red and black, too, but the, they just don't do it for me. Number 13. I have the team in the same state. I got the Auburn Tigers. Wow. Yeah, I get it. But it's still the same as Alabama. Okay, They've cleaned up their helmet a couple times. Uh, but look. I disagree it, with you here. It's just plain. Okay? And look, it's probably because I just don't like the color navy. That might be my reasoning behind it. But compared to these other ones, I'm going with Auburn 13. You have it 13, Corbin. Texas A&M. I just don't like the marine color. It's just ugly. Helmets look pretty good, I guess. That's about it. Yeah, I'm pretty close with you um, there. I've got Kentucky at number 13. Holy hell. Ooh. No tradition, man. They try to copy Tennessee with they the checkerboards. Now they're calling their K the power K. That's Kingston. Always changing something. Um, they have the colors to be really good. I mean, but just a big, just a big F for me. I've got I've got Kentucky at thirteen. Oh, Number twelve. I have University of Texas A and M. Like Corbin said, not a big uh, maroon guy. They're the letters in the Texas A and M. It's kind of, it's not. I don't. I don't know you. You can look it up right now, but it's like, it's not straight. I don't know what it is. It just looks odd and off. I love Adidas. I'm an Adidas man. But just them Aggies, I just, I don't know. Now, they used to have some good-looking ones. They really did, but not no more. South Carolina. I hate, I hate. I mean, if you're looking at it, they got that full red home version they do with the – Black stripes down the side. It looks out of place. Mm -hmm. The helmets don't even look good with it. The matte black, like it's a matte black helmet. It still looks like trash. And it's hard to make matte black look look like trash. Black helmets? Huh? Got problem with black helmets? I didn't. I just. I said it's hard to make matte black look bad, and they do it. (laughs) Teams that win wear black helmets. Now, if it's the white helmet, it looks just as. Just as bad. It's just, it's plain. It's just a plain-ass, terrible uniform. I've got Texas A&M at number 12, so we're all pretty close on Texas A&M. Yeah, they're um, I actually like their helmets, but that's it. Uh, they're kind of out-of-date looking, plain. Um, I'm not a fan of their colors either. Um, they did have some good-looking ones at one time. Yeah, at one time, but, I mean, it, I don't know. They kind of remind me of that Adidas jersey hanging on the wall behind you. Just, I don't know, just that stretchy, I don't know. Material. Yeah, I'm just not a, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of it. But you got a number. You played in Adidas. I don't want to hear it. I did about it, playing that crap. I don't want to hear it. Number 11, Mr. E2. (laughs) I have University of the Commodores. I got Vanderbilt. Vandy Wandy. Um... In more recent years, they had a good-looking one. I loved the thing that they did with the anchor. I did. I really did. I know some people did it. Boom. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the anchor. It's something different. Now I get what they're trying to do. They're going for the more traditional, classic look in here. We're about to get into that here. We're about to get into it where their jersey looks just like a bunch of other people's jerseys, but it's whatever. Um... But, yeah, I got Vanderbilt. Number 11, Corbin. 
Florida. I just don't Got like the gators that are like you're offending. Wow. You're offending him over there. He's, wow. I mean, okay. it, it, it's not the, ter- the swamp rats coming back out of him. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible. It's just I'm not a big fan of the the blue. It's like Boise State to me. Like too much, too much. And that gator on the side just. There's no gator on the helmet. You got a damn slap-on sticker. There's no gator on the helmet. Slap-on sticker in the side of the helmet. Oh, oh, they got the F. There's no gator on the helmet. There's Wait. not even an F on the helmet anymore. It's just Florida. Is it just no, Florida cursive? No, it's just gators. Oh, yeah. Gators cursive. Oh, gators oh yeah. Cursive. Gators cursive. Like, it It just looks slap-on. You can look at it. You can literally see where they, like, stick a sticker on the damn helmet. That's what all helmets are, you idiot. Tennessee's don't look like that. Nobody else oh, looks like God. that. Oh, my God. Florida's just... You're too drunk to see what the helmets actually look like. Why, why are you getting so offended over Florida? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying, like... I'll, mm. It's like that X that you can't let go of or something. No, I've let go of something. <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that. Number 11. I've got Arkansas. Um, just not a fan. I like Arkansas, like we like I mentioned in the helmets. Yeah, woo pig suey, baby. Uh, but, I don't know. I just don't like their uniforms. All right, number 10, Woo Pig. Number 10, I have uh, M-I-Z-Z-O-U. I have Missouri. Just like I said with Vanderbilt, it looks almost the about same, their new uniforms. Now, the thing that Missouri does, I've noticed, they change the helmet decal every freaking week. Like one week they'll have the Tiger script on the side with a yellow helmet or Tiger script on the side of a black helmet or a white helmet, or they got that big old tiger, or they got the normal size tiger, they got the Michigan M, or they got some other thing. They always switch their decals. Michigan up. M. Yeah, the Michigan M. Hmm. That, that is weird to me. I, first time I saw that Michigan M, I was. I was really no, that's their old school logo. I wasted a big eye by all that, that. That's their throwback. They're kind of like logo. Georgia. Everybody just uses the same. And look, I get. I just don't. I'm not a big black and yellow, black and yellow type of guy. Number 10. I got Missouri, too. Okay. I mean, the only thing that kills me with Missouri's uniforms is the the yellow number they got. Looks it's just too much. I've got South Carolina at number 10. Um, I do like their black alternates, but as you all have already kind of talked about, just, just ugly. The red, maroon, whatever block color that that is. Um, I think they call it garnet. It just, yeah, I, I think, think they, they do. It just, it's... It's the same shit as the rest of them, and I mean, you got like what four or five teams with that same color, same color. Yeah. Like, uh, who you got number nine? I got I got South Carolina as well. Um, I'm not a big garnet guy, but when they do wear their all blacks, I think it looks really sharp. I love the helmet with the Carolina script, and I do like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just not a big garnet guy. Now the black looks good. I got Vanderbilt. Honestly, if if it wasn't for the anchor, the stupid anchor in the helmet, they'd be they ranked higher. They don't have that no more. Yeah, they just go V, don't they now? It's got the big old V. Yeah, they changed it to start in this they year. Had to, they had to get a, a letter. I'll tell you what. Same that, letters as us. That, balls. That, that damn, stands for me. I'll <laughs> tell you what. That big old V they got is uglier than shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got it. Are you ready? It's plain. It's simple. Are you ready for this? We need to make a thing. You know, with the ball, like V... Vanderbilt helmet. Oh, Oregon helmet. L, whoever's helmet has a L on, I don't know. Then an S. Big helmet, whoever helmet has an S on it. 
There we go. Stetson University. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> Stanford. Yeah. I don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're going with there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. Just roll with it. Uh, number nine. I'm about to make them mad. I'm going LSU. Um, same uniforms, throw them away. Wear purple, wear yellow, wear something. Good-looking uniforms. I'm not going to rank you high on both. And they're going to get mad about this, too. And I'm not going to rank you high on both home and away list because it's the same uniform. Number eight. Number eight. I got the University of Kentucky. I don't like the checkerboard in there. You're not checkerboard. You got no power K. Be original for once. Okay? Look, the best quarterback in your state is not even at your school. It's 30 minutes up the road at Eastern Kentucky. Okay? Parker McKinney's the best quarterback in the state of Kentucky, and I'd like somebody to prove me wrong. Before I went on my little tangent here, I do like the blue and white that they do. I like the chrome helmet. Um, I I do like their new Wildcat logo, even though you look at it and it looks like two birds making love if you look at it from a different angle. But, yeah, I got them at number eight. Got Mississippi State. I know I said, well, I don't like Moraine, but I think Mississippi State does it right, especially with the uh, logo they have above the number, uh, the Mississippi State name. It's it's simple. It looks good. Um. Helmets look good. It just looks clean and crisp. Like, under the lights, Mississippi mm. State is always popping under the lights with their uniforms. I've got Mississippi State as well at number eight. They, Like you said, they pull off the maroon look better than most. Um, give me the real Bulldogs, the, the Cowbells at number eight, That's baby. Right. All right. Who you got number seven? Number seven, I'm going to go. I'm going to keep it rolling. I got Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, they have, to me, my favorite kind of uniform you can go with. Uh, the only thing negative with it is probably the maroon, and they don't have a stripe on their helmet that matches the stripes on their sleeves and their pants. Um, they have that that Mississippi State patch on the front where their number is under it. Uh, that's very unique. You don't see a whole lot of teams with that. You mostly just see teams with just a logo or something like that there. You don't. They're representing who they are right there with that look. Um, but... I'm not a big maroon guy, but just that uniform, it's clean. It, it mixes well with the maroon, the gray, and the white. I like it. You're going to hate me. I got Georgia. I don't give a damn. I, I like it. I like Georgia uniforms. I ain't going to hate on it. I mean, even the black ones they wear at home. We're at seven. They ain't like it's number one. The, the black, you know, even the black uniforms Georgia Halfway. wears, I think they, I think they look good. Plus, the blacks do look good, but damn, they never wear them. I don't see the paint that she was talking about, though. All I, I mean, I think the weather in Georgia looks really good. It's very, very crisp. Well, on TV, it does look, it's got like a I, I know in pictures, they have a white helmet floating around on Twitter, but they never It's for wear. recruits, I reckon. Well, hell, why have it if you ain't going to wear it? For recruiting, I reckon. Well, if I, was in, <laughs> I, if I was a recruit, I'd be asking the same thing I'm asking. Number seven, I've got Ole Miss. Um, I do like the powder blues, but we're not talking about alternates here. Um, Ugly. Wait, but, what? <laughs> what do you mean we're not talking about all? That ain't an alternate anymore. It's know? not the original, though. It's not like no, that, they've ado- adopted it as their color. They've adopted it. And there are sharks and what else? That, they've adopted it. That's all I'm going to say. The sharks in the middle of the damn 
country. Ole Miss. Ole yeah. Miss. There's nothing in a, there's nothing in the state of Mississippi. Hit. All right, well, give me Kiffin's Rebels at number seven. Who do you have at number six? I got Arkansas. I love the Razorback on the helmet. I love the uh, the classic red jersey with the shoulder Razorback on the shoulders. And something not a lot of people do anymore, um, they put Arkansas right there on their chest. They got it right on their heart. Like I said earlier, most teams just use their logo and everything. No, they got they got their state on their heart, on their chest. I like it. Number six. Kentucky. Kentucky. I actually like the checkered, the blue checkerboard that they got on their jerseys. I do like it. Them copying oh, Looks nice. Looks really nice. Their jerseys look good. I mean, I don't hate on Kentucky that bad, honestly. I'm not a big blue and white guy anymore. Love the stadium, too. We need to do stadium sometime. No, we're going this year. Going to Kroger. I like Kroger's. <laughs> they give you free groceries there. It's about the only thing they're going to be giving out. <laughs> as high as groceries are, we just need to go up to Kroger Field yeah, every be, week. They'll be disappointed week two when uh, Old Eastern <laughs> Kentucky comes to town. I hope. That'd be awesome. That would be badass. Number six, I've got Florida. Um, I don't know. Gator's a cool mascot. Um, I think that, I don't know. Like you said, the helmets could be better. Um my opinion. Slap but on sticker. It's solid uniform overall, I think. Um, number six, you know, about halfway for me. Who do you got number five? Number five, I have a team that it is tradition. I get it. it, and it it's a clean-looking tradition. And I do not like the colors purple and gold. I don't want anyone out there in TV world saying that. I'm not a big purple and gold man. I think some of y'all know why. But – Going with the LSU, LSU Tigers. Number five, they got that white look. They always wear white, especially when they got to throw it out. Uh, it's just like the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys always wear white and that silvery color pants. It's whenever you turn on TV, you see Dallas Cowboys. And, no, y'all can say in the comments, well, what about you said Alabama? Well, guess what? LSU's got a damn tiger on their helmet. At least they know what mascot they are. Who do you have at number five? I got LSU, and I, I know I said with the helmet design a few weeks ago that I absolutely hate that helmet. And I hate the logo on the helmet. I don't like the helmet that much. But the color design and the way to design the jerseys with the stripes and everything with the, with the yellow, the white, and the purple looks just nice, badass jersey. I'm going Vanderbilt at number five. I think the black and gold looks good. Um I think Vandy has some nice uniforms, and to be honest, you know, if it wasn't Vanderbilt, I might just, I mean, you can't get away from the fact that it's Vanderbilt, so, yeah. but, you know, if it was I mean, I might rank them a little bit higher if it wasn't just mm -hmm. Vanderbilt associated with them. You know, I forgot that they uh, did change the logo this year, that, mm -hmm. that simple V. What is it with teams nowadays making new logos and they're all just... There's it's rebranding. No, there's, there's no. Well, it's not that. It's, it, there's no creative, no creativity anymore. It's just simpler. Just, a, it's just a. They just make simple designs anymore. That's it. There's no creativity. Less is more, Corbin. Who do you have at number four? Number four, I do have the UGA dogs. I got Georgia. Got a wide at the end of that. Um, don't want to get canceled, pal. Um, but, um. <laughs> I got Georgia. I don't. They're red. Oh, I disagree with you. 
I do like the red. If I had they they have the best red in the SEC. Um. It ain't saying much. When that sun hits that red, it turns pink, I'm telling you. Uh, well, I think you're colorblind. Um, 2020, baby. But they, they have a really cool-looking black uniform. I like it. They never wear it. I don't know why. But, yeah, I got Georgia on the home jersey. We'll talk about the away jersey later. Number four, Corbin. Uh, I got Auburn. And I and I actually lo- I love Auburn's jerseys. I do, too. I think they're, like, under the lights, like I said earlier, for, uh, who was it, Mississippi State. Under the lights, their uniforms always are shining, popping, look nice. Like the white pants, the dark blue. What, what, what color would that be? Dark blue. It's navy. Navy. That navy, and that that navy orange. Navy is dark blue. And that and that damn helmet they got looks just nice. Number four, I've got the tide. Um, super plain. I am giving them a lot of tradition credit. Which is fair. I mean, it's iconic uniform. Um, it's clean looking, you know, but it's it's plain, but it works. That's about like kissing your sister because you know she ain't gonna leave you. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Who do you have at number three? Number three, Davis? I have the University of Florida. Um, they got probably they got two colors that could either be a home or a wager color. With the blue and the orange. The orange is a god awful. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yeah, it's pretty. It's. it's I'm very uh, happy I it, asked your opinion. It's very bad. Uh, but you he, got the blue he, and the you orange. Gotta remember how sensitive he gets. Over you. Florida. You got the gator script on the side of the helmet. You got the big power stripe. You got stripe on the shoulders. You got the stripe on the pants. Um, it, it's a it's a clean uniform. They got the gator on their heart right there on the right chest. And I like. It. And I wish old Napier would. Sprinkle it up a little bit like old Mullen used to do and have a blue helmet, a white helmet, orange helmet. With the only thing uh, Sunbelt Billy is worried about right now is trying to put a point on the board. I know. I think he's worried about money right now because, you know, scared money don't make money. But if you ain't making no money. I know one thing he's worried about, that 2024 schedule. Uh, I would be too. Number three, who you got? He'll probably be out of town by then. But. Before we get to number three, I just want to say, that orange for Florida, I didn't know. We, I, I didn't know that was a. I thought that was an alternate uniform, but you say it's a home uniform too. Like, no. You said it was home. No blue. The home. The traditional home uniform for Florida. It's orange helmet, blue jersey, white pants. But the orange is in the the color. Oh, I thought she was talking about the alternate orange jerseys, and I was just gonna say that is god awful jerseys. It's just I think it may be the ugliest in all of college football. Oh, so you it's don't right like, there, it's right there with what, Syracuse. What, you don't like orange jerseys with white pants. He likes the the right shade of orange nah, jerseys. Well, you heard it, guys. Corbin said he does not like orange jerseys. I feel you like, heard it first. I feel like Florida is kind of like Syracuse, and they try too hard. So you're saying whenever they done like that full alligator uniform, they was trying. That's too bad. Hard. Is that what you're that was, I, I was like a Florida fan awful. then, people, and that was bad. That was, was very bad. And Oregon, just like Oregon, yeah. can be like that too. They they try too hard. John Deere Green. Uh, Florida will actually be wearing a black uniform this year. Uh, I'm sure you know Encyclopedia of Florida Gators. I came up on Twitter, buddy. Uh-huh. But number three, uh, Arkansas. I love Arkansas jerseys. Uh, badass jerseys. The uh, Name above the number, Arkansas, the big letter name, awesome. Got the hog on the side of uh, the shoulder over here. And uh, 
helmets look nice. The pants with the red stripe down the side. And the numbers are actually the white size numbers on the jerseys, like perfect size. I'm going Missouri at number three. Oh. I like black and yellow. Um, and I like their new uniforms and props to Missouri for changing it up. I think I think it looks good. I really do. Uh, number two. Who number you got, two. Gator? Number two. This is going to be a controversial one. At the University of Tennessee. Okay. Uh, my thing is, I love the shade of orange Tennessee has. I do. But where they don't get the points for me is we're talking about home jerseys, correct? Yeah. Okay. It'll come back to bite me in my number one, but I'm not changing my number one. Tennessee's is on the jersey. What do you see? What do you see? You see numbers. You see a you see it's, a power T on the collar. It's orange. Yeah. It, it's a good looking orange, but look, it's got no side panels. It ain't got no, no. no it just don't you got, got nothing. You got numbers on the top. It, it does got numbers on top, but it's got no. You got a pair. You got a pair of teeth out here, like a little bitty one. Yeah, a little, a little bitty one. That's all I'm gonna say. But I, I do love it. I do love that's the negatives. Look, guys, in life you're gonna have negatives, and if you don't have negatives in life, then you're just gonna live in your parents' basement the rest of your life. I'm trying to narrow down who your number one is. Who's your number two, Corbin? Alabama. I love the tradition. They keep it simple. They don't break tradition. I respect the hell out of that. This motherfucker's got Ole Miss at number one, don't he? Who? Are you shitting me? Who? Oh, my God. What? All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Corbin. No, you're good. You're good. I had to narrow that down. Uh, Number two, I got Auburn. Good colors. The the navy and orange look good. Helmets, I haven't changed them in forever, and I don't blame them. I think their logo looks good. I like Auburn's uniforms. And, you know, they keep tradition, but they keep it Mm -hmm. basic, too. All right, let's let's hit it, Land Shark. Number one, it is the hottie toddy gosh mighty Ole Miss Rebels. Not the fact that it's Navy, because we, we, they have we abandoned this, the Navy. We make this show just about you and what you want, and you hit us with this crap. I'm just saying, that powder blue. God-awful powder blue. It's awful. Oh, you, oh, you hate powder blue, right? You hate powder blue. On Ole Miss. You hate baby blue, don't you? Won't you tell Pat Summit that? Okay, I bet she would like that uniform. Actually, she, she didn't mix it with a totally different. She, she didn't. Uh. Mix, she didn't mix it with red, white, dark blue. Look, it looks beautiful. Okay, it's the colors of America. Hey, it's your opinion. I'll, it really is. It's your opinion. It is my opinion. My opinion's the best opinion. And you know what? Tell you what else about my opinion? It'll get the most views online because that's all my opinions do is get clickbaits. Let me tell you where your opinions stay, Corbin, in the full video thing. So people's got to watch the full video. No, mine get the little clips. Mine get them little three-second ones that everybody wants to see. Everybody's dying to see. Everybody loves my opinion. And my opinion is, right, the powder blue helmet, the powder blue jersey, and the white pants, clean as a whistle. Clean as Mr. Clean's head on a Sunday morning. Who's your number one, Corbin? (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee Tennessee 100% surprise surprise my Vols at number one man 
iconic color nobody else in all of college sports has the Tennessee orange. The the white kind of orange. Yeah, the right color orange. Um, it's simple. It's clean. It's bright. Um, the power T is legendary. There's no mistaking when you see, like, all right, let's imagine there's no HD, there's no scoreboard. If you see Tennessee, you know that's Tennessee playing. All right, let's say Arkansas, A&M, South Carolina. They could all blend in. Mississippi State, even Alabama. Well, they're on there with no scoreboard, no HD. You ain't going to know who it is. That's true. You know what I mean? So, And we don't need a bunch of bunch of different bunch of shit all over our jersey to make we it stand don't out. Need a bunch of land sharks or hotty toddies or baby blues or don't need them, Spank. And you know having and having the pair T instead of having the name right there makes it even better. Not many teams do that. A bunch of teams put their logo on their chest. Most teams that put, put most teams put that put their name on their chest are trying to let people know who the hell they are. That's what you should. Tennessee don't Tennessee, have, you have your name Tennessee right there on your chest to represent who and what you're playing for. It's Tennessee. not about the name on the front of on the back of jerseys, but the name on the front of the jersey. You see that pair too, you know who the hell it is. Tennessee don't need that. Is basically I'm what just, he's. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, that was our first main talking point of the day, presented by Big Orange Concrete Pumping. We will be right back and we'll have our start bench cut segment. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest lime pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. And we're back. Next, we've got Start Bench Cut, presented by Max Stout, Jim, in Oak Ridge. Question number one. Which game do you want Tennessee to check your kneeling for this year? Georgia, South Carolina, or Texas A&M? No offense to you, Vol Daddy, but this one's going to be pretty easy. Gordon, let's get through it rapid fire. Here, you want to say it together? Let's say it together because it's pretty easy, okay? You ready? One, two, three. three. Georgia, Georgia, South Carolina, Texas A&M. Yeah, that's the order. Oh, no, that's not the order I've got. <clears throat> what? I'm starting South Carolina. I want to give them hell nonstop. Um, I think we should orange out for Georgia like we did Bama last year. Or we could do a blackout for Georgia. I think if we're going to do a blackout, South Carolina would be a good, good be game a good to them. That's just my order. I just want to give – We need to do blackout for South Carolina give, so they can see death upon them. I just want to give South Carolina all that they can handle. But I would probably honestly see us wearing traditional against Georgia. Oh, yeah, you're going to. Just because that's Hobbles that's doesn't thing, you know? Um So, yeah, I would say, I would say probably – but then again, if you're doing blackout against South Carolina, I don't know that you check or need them to do a black and wear dark mode. No. So, anyway, uh, but yeah, I would like to see us check her for South Carolina. That is true. Um, and I would bench Georgia. I mean, I would like to do it against Georgia too, but I don't know. 
Um, that's one of them games, like, if you pull out the gimmicks and it fails, you get made fun of. Mm-hmm. So that's just the, my biggest reason. And I'm going to cut Texas A&M. They're not worthy of getting the, nah. getting the check. That, they'll get a noon kickoff. Which Will Ferrell sports movie is the best? Talladega Nights, Semi-Pro, or Kicking and Screaming? Everybody here knows my opinion on NASCAR. But, because of the question, I'm going to go with Start, Talladega Nights. It's the greatest comedy movie ever made. Number two, Semi-Pro, Love Me Sexy, Jackie Moon. Number two. Your player, your coach, your, your owner, owner, your water boy, boy. your whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the moment you've Love all, me sexy. Uh, okay. Love me sexy. Uh, then kicking and screaming. It's been a while since I... Maybe you should try a really big bank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Ooh, let's get tropical. <laughs> we don't even, what is it? We don't even have corn dogs. <laughs> Corn dogs. Corn dogs, Jackie. Maybe for all these people. Maybe your mom didn't go to heaven. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, really this time, sorry. Um, but kicking, screaming, last one. Mike Dicka, tell them, look, go get the, give me a juice box. They're all great movies, but we had to rank them. Title day, good night. You got to start them. I mean, hell, I'm, you know me. I love NASCAR. And you know him. He got to love that NASCAR. Uh, spit, spit, spit. Boom, bye, bye, bam, bam. When a NASCAR on a Sunday morning. Bend over 200 NASCAR races in my life. I bet you have bend over for a NASCAR race a time or two. Hey, and, and I can tell you that movie is about pinpoint on how NASCAR can beat at times. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two movies, I have to cut them both because I've never saw either one of them. Oh, wow. What? You're going to have to change this shit, Corbin, because you'll laugh. Is people going to come at me like that Like that time I said it on the, my other podcast in Wilkin County today where I said I've never saw Star Wars? People going to come at me like that? I've never and seen no, Star people, Wars people are coming at you from one kind of day for other reasons. But well, <laughs> not, you've got to watch Semi-Pro. It is so It's fun. on Hulu. Hulu. I'm going to start Semi-Pro. Uh, we've already gave a lot of the freak of the week. Are you in the mood to fly with the stars with Jackie Moon? Jive turkey. Uh, <laughs> but semi pro is hilarious all the way. I'm going to bench kicking and screaming. Oh, you're going to cut Talladega Nights? Man, I, benching and, or kicking and screaming is so underrated. Ditka is hilarious in the movie. I, I love it. I love I love Talladega Nights, but it does get stupid towards the end. Oh my gosh! It gets stupid towards the end, and then the kiss kind of really throws it off for me. But I do like the movie, the but that's my order. Um, who is the best NFL linebacker of all time? This one was hard. That's Very tough. Hard. Very tough. Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor. Or Dick Butkus. It was hard to narrow it down to three. I'm going to go with number one. The man that uh, ended a man's career, basically. Uh, I'm going to go with Lawrence Taylor. Start. Mean. Ferocious. He is the reason that left tackles make all that money in the NFL. Uh, There's stories of him, like, putting cocaine and, like, the nas- nasal spray <laughs> bottles yeah. on the sideline. <laughs> <Just laughs> uh, number two, Ray Lewis. 
The man was the mm. heart. When you think of the Baltimore Ravens, you think of Ray Lewis. He's the heart and soul of that city. He was the heart and soul of that team. He he was their fearless leader. And I know this one's going to be controversial, but I want to cut Dick Buckus because you got to think. Yes, Dick Buckus. He played. What what was his years? What was it? The f- I have to Google the it, exact years. Yeah, it was back in the old days. You didn't see some of the offenses that you do now. And a linebacker. I'll say this though, the new players wouldn't be able to take. No, the they wouldn't. That Dick they put on them. <laughs> they wouldn't. But then again, would play, and that's the big debate of it all. Could back then players resonate to the athletic and speed that today's players have? Because you got to think, there's so many. De- to be a linebacker nowadays, you cannot just be a hard hitting guy. You have to be not only a hard-hitting defensive player, you have to be able to shed off blocks. You have to be able to pass coverage. You have to as a linebacker. But I hate to do it, but I had to do it. You got to start uh, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, he changed the game. Beast, a badass motherfucker for one. <laughs> the documentaries about him is phenomenal. Mm. Not only that, he was – in the 90s, at the end of his career, he was just as much Hollywood as uh, anybody else. Like, main story-wise, former WrestleMania main eventer. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, the, the no. Waterboy movie, just that little scene is hilarious as too. And he, he brings the Waterboy on to, you know, what's he say? If I <laughs> Quarterback gets the ball, try to hit him, he gets somebody else, I try to hit that guy. He's like, kids, don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got a bench, uh, Ray Lewis. I love Ray Lewis. Go up watching Ray Lewis. And like Spanky said, you think of the Baltimore Ravens, you think of Ray Lewis. And he'll probably, he, he's got to be the most well-known Baltimore Raven of all time. Oh, yeah. And I got to cut Dick because he may be a dick. I don't know. Oh, dear God. <laughs> he's got an award named after him. He does. I'm going to start Lawrence Taylor as well. Um, I'm going to bench Dick Butkus. And I love Ray Lewis. Him and him and Brian Urlacher were always my favorites as a kid growing up. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not, I, but I'm gonna have to cut Ray Lewis. Cool story from the interview with Charlie Garner that they're gonna uh, play. Um, Miami wanted Charlie Garner to come as a defensive back. There, Charlie Garner wanted to play running back. Whenever he kind of get you know went back to Miami or whatever, they let him know that his uh, scholarship had been filled, and he asked by who, and they told him by Ray Lewis. And they said, well, I've never heard of him. And then Miami said, well, you will. Um, <laughs> that's a damn good story. You also know something about Ray Lewis. He played on the same team as the most electrifying man in all of sports and entertainment, Jamal The Lewis. Rock. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> Did you know who took The Rock's starting position at the University of Miami? Don't know. Warren Sapp. Hmm. Well, that is uh, that's good to know. It's hard to beat Warren Sapp, man. All right, number four. Today is National Pecan Day, Pecan Day. Which pie is the best? Pumpkin, apple, pecan pie. 
I'm going to get canceled for this. I didn't rank anything. I do not like pie. How do you not like pies? I just don't like pie. Okay. But there is a pie out there. Let me guess. McDonald's apple pie. Nope. We ain't going to get into it. But there is a type of pie out there. If you want to know what type of pie, look go, up Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, okay, I thought you was about to get into something real bad there. Just look up <laughs> what type of pie The Rock talks about. You never know after that laugh at last episode. He was pretty pretty wild. Well, right? Just look up Dwayne The Rock Johnson pie. All right. That's all I'm going to say. F for Spanky. Go ahead, Corbin. You got to start apple pie. It's freaking awesome. Love apple pie. Who don't like apple pie? Who don't like pie in general? You got a bench pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is pretty good. It ain't the best thing ever, but it's pretty good. Pecan pie, cut that shit. You know what you put in its place? Coconut pie. Coconut's good. But you know what else you put above it all? Above it all. Blueberry. Cherry. Keep going. Keep going. Strawberry. No. (laughs) No. Strawberry wine. I'm talking pie. Seventeen. You put poontane pie <laughs> above it all. Corbin, I wasn't even going to talk about that. How, uh, Corbin, we can't say that here. I'm going to start apple, I'm going to bench pumpkin, and I'm going to cut uh, pecan, just like you said. I'm not a huge pie guy either, but I, I do like blueberry pie. It is good. Y- y'all ain't big pie eaters? What the hell? Mm. Not really, I mean, not. We got to end this. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next we- one. Which win this year would mean the most to you as a fan? Florida, Alabama, or Georgia? Georgia. Beat their damn ass after what they... Thanks, All that shit they talk down there in Georgia. Beat that damn ass in England this year. They won't talk all that shit. Come on up. We're going to show you what's going to happen. Bench, Alabama. I mean, we got to back it up from last year. Got to show them we still got what we had last year. Show that we are still above them. You got to cut Florida because they're such a trash team this year. I mean, it's it's yeah we may beat them, but it's not like we're gonna beat much. <laughs> What's your order? I spent? got the same thing. I got Georgia. You need that big statement win. Uh, they're the man, so you got to beat the man. Uh, Alabama, can you do it two years in a row? That's the question. And Florida, like he said, they're going to be very down this year. So that's. I'm going to start Georgia as well. Um, all these are important to me, but but beating Georgia here is massive uh, to just shut the puppies up. It would be huge, um, especially with their weak schedule. Because I think as soon as like obviously other teams, what they do is going to determine a lot too. But with their that schedule being that weak, if they do take a loss, I think just one loss puts them out. Um, but I'm going to bench Florida. And I know Florida's down, like you all said, but we've not beat them down there in 20 years. So that is super important to me to get over that hurdle. If we didn't beat Alabama last year, I would honestly start Alabama. But I'm going to have to cut them just because I I want to – I don't know. How long has it been since we beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa? Same time. But we beat them. What I'm saying is, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But – that's just it, – it's a hard it, – it's tough. But I just want to get over that 20-year hurdle in Florida. Yeah. All right, that was our start, bench, cut segment. 
Very fun segment presented by our friend Ryan Carson and Maxed Out Jim in Oak Ridge. We'll be right back with our second main talking point of the day. Maxed Out Jim is hands down the best gym in East Tennessee. Located in Oak Ridge, locally owned and operated by Ryan Carson. Listen, this gym is not your normal big chain gym. 24-7 access, child care, nutrition plans, private training rooms, and their personal trainers are truly first class. We're not talking about John Doe across the street who spent a few hours taking an online course and then printed his certificate. They offer the best classes in the area and even host big time powerlifting competitions. For my power lifters, you have to experience the back room. There's no words to describe it, you just have to experience it. That's Maxed Out Gym. If you're having second thoughts about changing gyms, canceling that membership, going through the hassle, I know you've seen the picture of me and Coach Heupel together when I got to show him his face on my leg. Have you seen the thunder thighs on the vol, daddy? You don't get thighs like that by not going to Maxed Out Gym. It's time to throw away the gold membership throw away the Planet Fitness membership, throw away the National Fitness membership, and it's time to join Maxed Out Gym. Check them out on Facebook right now. Yeah. All right, second, or we're back. Second main talking point of the day presented by Trident HydroClean. We're going to go over the away uniforms now, least to best. Start us off, Spanky. Who do you have at 14? I got the University of UGA, Georgia. With a Y. Um, white on silver does not look good. It doesn't. And that's really the only awake uniform you go with. Um, so, yeah, like, really, guys, like, you could have a red pants or a white pants or anything. White on silver does not look good. 14, Corbin. Got that ugly ass on me, still. Give it to him, Corbin. I don't know what he doesn't understand. <laughs> it's got that stupid damn stripes up here. The, the jersey's plain. There's nothing to him, nothing at all. And I don't know. They it's may not they, like LSU then because they, they may got wear a, a blue helmet, a powder blue helmet, a red helmet. It's nothing looks good on Ole Miss. White helmet. Ugly, <laughs> ugly. Oh, all, so you don't that, like all white uniforms? I love all white uniforms, just okay. not the way Ole Miss does it. Oh, well. Them stripes kill it. I'm telling you, them stripes on top of their damn shoulder pads is just god-awful. On the shoulder. Shoulder pads are what's under the uniform. Uh, you're being petty. Thank you. I'm being petty. I've got Alabama at number 14. Uh, gave them tradition props in the home uniform category. Not this time. Take that plain, ugly, white, and crimson to the back of the line for the Vol Daddy. Who you have number 13? I got... Alabama as well. Uh, like you said, plain, boring, black. Corbin, 13. Florida. They got so many different colors. You're not a Florida you. fan anymore. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I don't uh, care if they got the stupid white, all white jerseys, the, the blue pants with the white jerseys. The, it just looks. Orange it, pants, white jerseys. We've already baptized them. We're gonna. Well, they call it like after you're saved, and you like repentance. Yeah, well, we're doing that. Like we're about to go. Like we're gonna build, build a little box in here. Like we're Catholic, and that's what we're doing. 
and you're going to come in there and talk to me about all of these sins that you're speaking of right now. Florida try, tries too hard. They just try too hard. Yeah. And it's, it's like I said earlier about Syracuse. It's, there's a lot of teams that you can tell they try too hard. When you try too hard, it just it, may, it makes it look like trash on the field. 13, I've got Texas A&M. Same shit uh, as, as Alabama. <laughs> just plain white and burgundy, bit, you know, bullshit. Uh, wouldn't be bad if half the SEC wasn't uh, the same color. Give me Texas A&M at 13. I have Auburn. Number 12. Same thing as Alabama. Just Auburn. Born. Whatever. Auburn looks good. That white looks good with the orange in the nose. Born. You got 12, Corbin. Missouri. Missouri. They just – they can do a mixed match of a bunch of – I like the yellow britches look pretty good with that. I don't, I don't like the really? yellow britches. I, yellow britches are ugly. Sorry. I don't know. It, it reminds me too much of Wyoming University, if you know. Wyoming, what, yeah. They brown. Yeah, but it's black and yellow for Missouri, but it's too close to Wyoming for me. It, it's like the same exact scheme as Wyoming's got going on. I've got KY Jelly at number 12. Uh, quit copying everybody else, man. Like I said, have potential. Hey, basketball, they changed their uniforms from the checkerboard shit. So they need to – football team needs to follow suit and quit quit acting like they're, uh, they're East Tennessee, baby. Number 11. I got the fighting Jimbo Fishers at A&M. Um, same. Closer to the mic. Sorry, Thanks. sorry, pal. I get all relaxed and – <laughs> Give us, baby. Um, but I got Texas A&M. Same thing. The the word on the jersey, it just don't pop for me. Pants are plain. Just don't do nothing for me. Still love Adidas, though. Number 11. Vanderbilt. Stupid anchor down still. <laughs> stupid, stupid anchor down. Stupid little V logo. We done disgust. They don't. They don't have it anywhere. Not no more. Plus, it just looks odd. Does it not look odd? I think it looks odd. I I just like the black and gold. But um, eleven, I'm going the pigs off Arkansas. Um, usually teams go forward when they make the switch from Adidas to Nike. Arkansas did not do this. <laughs> Give me the pigs at number 11. Who you got at number 10? Number 10, I got uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, it's a clean look. The only thing I have against it, if you'll look here in the picture, you can't see the Vanderbilt across the chest because they put it in gold. Should have put it in black. Um, that's my only nitpick with it. Number 10, Corbin. South Carolina. Okay. Now they're all black uniforms. They look pretty good. But if it's all white, no. Agreed. I've got USC Junior at number 10 as well. Same OBS as usual. Um, I'm really surprised that, that Beamer hasn't made some sort of crazy uniform changes, though, myself. They're kind of a plain. I mean, they look good. It's not like that's a terrible. It's yeah, just, it's not horrible. It's just plain. I think the all white looks better than their. White with the red pants, I think. Oh, that white and the red pants? Yeah. No, that's just 
I, I don't like that at all. Number nine. I got USC as well. Just, I just say, just the white just don't look good. Who do you have at number nine, Corbin? Uh, Kentucky. Crisp, clean. Looks good. I've got Georgia at number nine. Um, I think their away uniforms are, are better than their homes. Oh. I, yes. Silver and white don't go together. I think they look. I think it looks better. Uh, I like the red pants better than the silver or gray. I do well, like that. If we were that. talking about red pants, I'd um, put them higher. But they're still ugly. Yeah. They're still ugly. Um, number eight. Number eight, I got the uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, they do silver sometimes, but that's very seldom. They mostly do white jersey, white pants, or white jersey, maroon pants. Looks very good, very clean. Like I said, you got the Mississippi State patch, and a lot of other people do that. Sleeves on stripe, matches sleeves on pants. So, LSU, uh, that white jersey and yellow pant combination, it looks it looks good. I mean, honestly. Same as their home. It, it looks good. It's just – Exact same. Exact same. I've got Ole Miss at number eight. Um, they're not awful, but they just don't really do anything for me, to be honest. Number seven. Uh, Missouri. M- Missouri at seven. Yeah, just same same thing as some of these other data schools, just keeping it clean, simple. Texas A&M. I moved them up because they was towards <laughs> the bottom. But them plain white jerseys they got. Always looks good under the lights. Plus, I don't know. It's just it's it's simple, but it's perfect. Not me. Um, I've got Florida at number seven. A lot of potential there. So, do they have road helmets, or are we just talk? Is it just going to be all just gator? Gators and cursive or whatever. That that's all what they've been doing. It's just gators and cursive. Uh, okay. Napier's gone away from the white helmet and the blue helmet. He what about the orange? What about the helmets where they just had the number on the side? He's green. Number on the side. That was the green ones. We don't talk about them. I'm talking money. Who you got number six? <laughs> number six, I got uh Kentucky. Um it's a clean look with the white and the blue. Don't like checkerboard, but I like it. It's a clean look. Number six. Georgia. Georgia. I like Georgia. Uh, it's red pants look good. The white jersey looks good. I've got Mississippi State. Um, I don't know if they call them icy whites, but that's what I'm going to call them. Um, they're pretty damn slick, I mm-hmm. think. Um, they're all white. Um, yeah. Especially the ones they released last year. I, I really like them. Who do you have at number five? Number five, same place as the home ones because it's the exact same, but LSU Tigers. Everything I just said about the home, it's the same for the away. Wish you'd do purple or something. Corbin, who you got number five? I've got Auburn. Uh, I like how they got the, uh, the, the stripe down the side of the pants and on the side of their shoulders, the same as their helmet. The orange stripe with the uh, blue stripe beside it looks very nice, crisp, and clean under the lights. I've got Vanderbilt at number five. I think their white and black and gold looks good. Um, I don't know. Too bad that uh, the, the 
look good, play good don't work for Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't. Number four, who you got, Gator? Four, I got Arkansas. They got it's a clean jersey, guys, and I want to include the white helmet with them. White helmet, red Razorback. You got the Razorback across the chest. You're representing on the road. You're representing who you are, where you come from, how you been. Uh, then you got just the red number fits good with it. Red Razorbacks right here. Red two line stripe down the pants. It adds a good contrast with the white and the red. I think it's. Clean as a whistle on a sunny day. Number four, Corbin. I gave him credit on the offense, but I'm going to give him number four on the defense, Alabama. I, I still love that it's tradition. That's why they rank so high for me. It's simple. It looks good. It's just it's, it's the tradition that does it for me. I've got Missouri at number four. Uh, I like the white and the yellow bridges. Uh, the black looks good. I, I think I think they're they're good uniforms, man. Props to the the Tigers again. Number three, Ole Miss. Uh, they switch it up. They got the powder blue helmet with the white on white, or the powder blue helmet with some red in there. But I like it. I'm going Auburn for number three. Um, just like their home uniforms, I think they're solid, simple. No reason to change it. Um, I'm a big fan of Auburn uniforms. Dose. Number two, I got the Florida Gators. You got the orange helmet, got white jersey, white pants. Or you can go with orange jersey or orange helmet, white jersey, blue pants. Orange helmet, white jersey, orange pants. You can switch it up. It's a good color contrast with the sleeves, gators on the chest. You got the blue and orange in the number and the blue and orange on the stripe down the pants. Adding both colors to a simple white uniform. All right, Luke skipped me. So, yeah, that's what I do. so uh, coming in at number three, because I got to give two right here. Uh, number three, Mississippi State. Love it. Looks good. Like I said, it's got that full name right here above the number. Them plain white jerseys just popping. I'm telling you, I love it. Now, my number two, Arkansas. I freaking love Arkansas's jerseys. They competed for number one with me. I debated. Wow, yeah, I'm totally different on that. They just the plain white with the red, big old Arkansas name, big old number, perfect size number, simple, but perfection. Strong words. Who's your number one? Somebody them orange britches. I got the University of Tennessee, and you might say, well, why didn't you do it for the home? Look at the away jersey, everybody. Let, let's look at it together, boys and girls. Uh, you got not only the orange mixing in with the white and makes it look good. Got the power tee on the pants. You got the power tee on the collar up there. Uh, you got the orange Nike on the pants and the jersey. You got the two-color orange stripe down. Gives it a good contrast. White helmet looks clean with it. And then uh, you got the orange collar. Not a lot of people change up the collar. That's why I like it. See, if the home jersey had the white collar, it could have been my number one. I like the different color of the collar. Uh, but also this jersey looks very good with the orange pants. 
It's the best look with it. White jer white helmet, white jersey, orange pants, best look. Uh, and I think it looks phenomenal. I think he said it all right there. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't put him at number one on the home, but by God, he's going to put him number one in the way. And here's a hot take, everybody. I'm not a – I know some people like the old school white jersey with the black outline. Me? I like that one. I like the black outline. But this one looks good for me, too. I've got Tennessee number one, white or uh, orange britches. Uh, don't matter. But the bright white. And almost neon looking orange it looks so good. Um, it's the best looking uniform. Uh, it's clean, most recognizable. Like we, like I said, orange britches. Some about them orange britches. So give us the Vols, all of us. Number one away uniforms. We love our sponsors. Can't thank Jacob Haney enough with Trident Hydro Clean for sponsoring this segment. We'll be right back. We've got the duel. Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years, and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and an amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. And we're back next. We've got the duel presented by Premier Excavation. The Spank and Corbin will battle it out over a few tough questions. And the winner not only gets bragging, bragging rights, but they get to drag around some hardware with them for the rest of the week. I think you they ready? understand this now, Luke. I think they understand this. My God Almighty, you look like Michael P.S. Let Hayden. me tell you right oh now, to be a champion, you got to look like a champion. And I'm a damn champion. I am the reigning and defending damn champion around here. And you know what? To be the man, you got to beat the man, and you ain't doing that shit tonight. Hey, look, once you calm down and actually talk like someone, see, I don't need to be all flamboyant and everything. I come as the way I am, and I am the man. The people know it here. People know this thing's been You're rigged. You're pretty flamboyant. I Thank am you. flamboyant, but look, when it comes to this roundtable discussion of men here, I don't have to be the spank. I don't have to be flamboyant. I do that for all the paying customers and people. I don't save it for podcast out on free television. I save my flamboyancy for the paying customer, for the people who spend their hard-earned money to see someone like me, someone like the Spank, do what he does inside and outside of the ring. And that's not only whip your ass here on the duel, but it's whip your ass all over life. Well, you better bring it, Daddy, because I'm here tonight. <sighs> Luke, you're looking like a damn good old sexy cat over there right now. <laughs> Let's get this thing a-going. All right, question number one. Which full Tennessee football uniform is the best? It's the home one. It's tradition. It's the uniform. You just shit it. all over the home one earlier in the show. No. And now you no, want to no, defend no, it. No, 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 It's which full Tennessee uniform. It ain't about other ones. I didn't shit on the other one. I just like something else better than the other one. The other, the home one. It's the white helmet, orange jersey, white pants. It's the jersey that not only won us the national championship, it's the jersey that beat 
the University of Alabama. It is the uniform that beat Florida last year. It is the uniform that got us to where we were last year. It's tradition. You ranked them number two with the home one and put the the away one at number one. We're not talking about irrelevant facts. Stay on topic. What do you do? Stay on topic. You're having to pull up past stuff on me because you know you can't beat me square up, man to man, mono e mono. That really is a solid point, though, because you did rank the away better than the home. But you, I did. I love the away (laughs) better. Thank you, Luke. You're doing a fine job over there. You keep it up, son. I did. All right, which is your favorite, Corbin? All of them, by God. No, Every damn not. one of them looks good. It's a, it's, it don't matter if it's answer smoky or gray. Hey, answer the question. I think you've had a little too much to drink here in your cup. Narrow answer it, the question. Let's narrow it down to one, Corbin. Narrow it down to one? Well, you got to go with the home one. The original. The original. Look at it. Copycat. It's beautiful. I'm not copying. I put it at number one in my list. You did not. What list are you talking about? We're doing the duel here. We're not talking about lists. There's a list. Talk about the duel. The duel. The duel. That's what we're on. Stay on topic. You can't even keep your damn list in order. You're talking about me staying on topic. I can't keep my list in order. Do we need to hit the director's cut? Mr. A&M twice here. Do we want to go there, huh? We're at the cut. Hey, I forgot Texas A&M. I've been drinking too much of this twisted tea. Hey, that's for toy. That's for toy right there. Thank you, toy. He's got a nice side by side that's got twisted tea all over it. Question number two: Who is the best actor from the state of Tennessee? Is it any question? It's the queen of this very state. It is Miss Dolly. Parton. You know, I ran into Dolly Parton last week. She's on the other side of the road. I'd bump right into her. Dolly Parton is the queen of Tennessee. She's the best country music female singer from the state of Tennessee. She's the best actor from the state of Tennessee. But you know what? I'm going to throw in a second one that I bet you don't even have on your list, Corbin. That is Morgan freaking Freeman. The man has a voice of God. He has a voice that can narrate anything. You want to talk about uh, the zoo, animals, he'll narrate that. You want to talk about love making? he'll narrate that. You want to talk about anything out there, Morgan Freeman will narrate that, and he's always in the best leading roles out there in Hollywood. Hell no, it's the Nature Boy Wick Flair. 16-time What Chester. movies was he in? He's an actor. Every damn episode of television he was ever on. No! Actor. No! So... So what you're saying is wrestlers are actors and they're not uh, sport entertainers. They're actors. Oh, really? And sports <laughs> what, entertainers. Why are you saying they're actors for? Why are you saying they're Do actors Do we really for? need to get into that? No, why are you saying they're actors for? We all know the, the secrets behind the business. No, we don't know the secrets. There's no secrets. All right. Wick Flair, greatest <laughs> actor in the history of Tennessee. Oh, okay. It's not even close. Like, that's not even the question here. We went over wrestling last go- week. We're going over he's actors got, this week. He's going by script for a television show, ain't he? There's no script. There's a script. There's no script. The script. You people. You got talk Monday about Night Raw. You got Monday Night Raw on you right now. You people want to talk about scripts because you know you can't do it in this business. You got Monday you Night can't, Raw. On. You can't even get in the ring, lace up pair of boots, hit them ropes, take your bumps, take your beatings, and go on to the next town for a hot dog and a handshake. You couldn't do that every single night. Calm There's a reason down. I don't do it every single. 
single night because I'm the best. I don't have to do it every single night. Calm down. You're spitting on a champ over here. Number three, which true freshman will impact the Tennessee defense the most in 2023? Cornerback, Jordan Matthews. He's got all the intangibles that you ever need in a defensive player. I think he is one of the real components that Tennessee's defense goes up to the next level this year. Caleb Herring, six foot five. Pull out the phone line, don't you? 215 pounds out of high school. He is going to be a future star in the defensive line for the University of Tennessee. I'm telling you right now. Listen to some of these stats. Racked up 200 tackles, 56 tackles for loss, 11 sacks, three interceptions in high school. Pull and guess out what? the phone. He is going to do even more than that at the University of Tennessee when he whoops everybody's ass in that football field. Pull out the phone. Pull it out. Question number four. <laughs> Which type question right here. of drinking water is the best? Dasani water. You want to know why? And Luke, I see you grinning your teeth, son. But you may tell you why it's Dasani water. Not only is it the best water out there, but it's the only freaking water you can get at Neyland Stadium, at Thompson Bowling Arena, at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. It's the official water of the Tennessee Volunteers. Corbin, you know all about it. You've been taking your drinks. And after, you know, they've cut you off on your beer limit, you got to have some water to sober up. And what water are you drinking? You're drinking Dasani water down there at the stadium. Yeah, it might be 4 to $5, but you know what? You're drinking it and you're loving it. Just because it's a Coke product. That's the only reason. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know if smart water works or not, but if I was you, I'd be chugging the shit out of that shit. <laughs> the best damn water you can drink is out of the damn garden hose. There ain't nothing like you working all damn day long mowing them yards and that old, good old-looking woman's looking at you through that window of that house, and you go over there and you... Yeah, the old it. woman with her stomach hanging out and a cigarette and the baby in the other hand wanting to know why she ain't cooking the fried chicken in the kitchen. You go up to her damn water water hose over there, and you get you a drink of water, and she sits there, and she's just staring you down. Then you walk over there, and you look at her, and she's like, come on in, baby. And I'm like, come on, I'm coming and on And kids, in. this right here... I'm not Johnny Bravo. I'm the one-man army over here. I'm telling you what. Oh, <laughs> uh -huh, yeah, you had to steal a line from your favorite cartoons as a kid. Well, guess what, kids? This right here is the walking example of a condom and birth control right here. This right here is what happens when you drink out of the spigot your whole life right here. You turn into this. He definitely doesn't drink that smart water, folks. I'm telling you that right Oh, yeah, it's a funny joke. <laughs> hey, you would tell you no one if your brain was chocolate, it wouldn't even fill a peanut M&M. Final question. <laughs> Who is the most overrated NFL player of all time? You know, this one was very challenging for me because there's a bunch of them. But I'm going with, you know what, I'll just stick with my one. He's a quarterback. Played for three different teams. Brett Favre. Reason he's overrated to me, he had the longevity of his career, but he won one Super Bowl. Kept coming out of retirement just to do nothing. Okay. He threw his arm out. I get that. He's a man's man. We're talking about overrated Brett Favre. But on the other hand, I got two because look, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Eli freaking Manning. What else did he do besides beat the Patriots? Besides the two Super Bowl seasons, tell me something You're else. You're talking shit about Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Besides the two Patriots Super Bowl wins, what else did he do in his NFL career? 
He was better than Peyton. Oh, really? He was. Really? He was. Please explain to me why he's better than Peyton. Peyton choked in certain situations. Eli would not choke. Eli went and beat the undefeated New England Patriots. In did the Eli Bowl. beat him, or did his teammates around him beat him? Did that? You don't win it without the damn quarterback, son. Uh, well, you know, I didn't know one. He's the one who. One, threw- I didn't know one player decided a ball game. But they don't. Everybody know. Everybody who's ever put on a jock strap or shoulder pads know one player does not decide a football game. It takes eleven. Everybody knows that. Who's your most overrated player of all time? Joe Namath. Won a Super Bowl with the New York Jets, but that's about all he done. He he won the MVP and didn't even have a passing touchdown. They won 7-0. And the only reason they won that year was because of the defense. Joe Namath. How can you talk bad about Joe Namath? He's the he's a man's man. He's a he's a ladies man. He had two hundred and twenty interceptions in his career and only hundred and seventy three touchdowns. Well you gotta think that was back then when they couldn't throw the ball. <laughs> They were trying to figure out how to throw the football. They got a damn award named after him, and he's got that kind of stats. Trash. All I'm saying is, like, hellfire. Like, you talking shit about Brett Favre over here. Well, I'm just saying, what what did Brett Favre do besides come out of retirement? He's a walking meme. He came out of retirement and almost won another Super Bowl with the Minnesota Vikings. What he done? But he almost, right? Almost, right? Almost counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Lost by a field goal. Well, he would have been there. Almost. Almost. Don't matter. More Super Bowls than most quarterbacks in the NFL in history. Tell you that. One. Hey, look, he's got one more than me. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Question number one. I'm giving the edge to Corbin. You damn right he is, because he's a sexy one. Because he's had to pull out. Well, you did this, you did that. I'm the damn champ, champ over here. (laughs) You really did just say that, though. So. But it don't matter. We were asking the question then. It don't matter. So what you say does not matter. It's irrelevant to fact. Anyway, so I've got Corbin up one. Boom. Who's the best actor out of state Tennessee? I'm going with Spanky. Uh, Dolly, I was kind of like, eh, but Morgan Freeman is a bad dude. He's awesome. He is. Um, <clears throat> which true freshman will impact the Tennessee defense the most in 2023? I'm going to give the edge of Spank. I like Jordan Matthews a lot because of secondary, um, you know, obviously there's questions there. What type of drinking water is the best? Spanky, does only water is the worst water I've ever tasted. Well, you tell the University of Tennessee that. Give me spring water. Give me creek water. Give me garden hose water over the side. Oh, my God. Okay. Question number five. The most overrated player of all time. You can't say Eli Manning's overrated, Corbin. Or thank you. I said Brett Favre to start. <laughs> but you gave, but, and that might have been. You really screwed yourself on Eli. Two Super. I said Brett two Super Bowls. You know how many? You know how many players have two Super Bowls at quarterback? I said Brett Favre. Everybody, pull it up. My first one, was Brett Favre. I said you could make the argument for Eli Manning. Uh, how? You could, because what else did he do them two other seasons? What else are you supposed to do besides win Super Bowls? He he made the playoffs every year just like Peyton, and Peyton won too, but you know what? Eli was always there more than Peyton was and always deeper in the playoffs. Because look at the division he was in. Mm. It was the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Redskins. You're supposed to make the playoffs. 
Oh. Don't give me that shit. Oh. oh, he made the playoffs every year. With that division, you should the, wake up and go to the playoffs. Hey, the Cowboys was always decent. <laughs> no! Not when he played. They had Tony freaking Romo. He still made the playoffs every year. Like I said, that division sucks. Hold up. The Redskins didn't always suck either. They had a good year. They've had quite a with, few with good the years. Reds, with uh, RG3. Then he got messed up. They had good years before RG3. <laughs> like I, that division is too damn weak. It's too damn weak. Don't give me the playoff shit. Who the hell is Peyton playing? Who the hell's Peyton playing? Are you kidding me? He had Phillip Rivers to worry about. He had Alex Smith to worry about. He had Tom Brady to freaking worry about. He, he played for the Colts for like 95% of his career. Son. He did. And his di- and he also had to worry about them guys in the AFC. His division was the Texans, the freaking Jaguars, and the Titans who went like. Oh, you're, you're precious little Titans. Oh, you're going oh, I lo- I like We're not Titans. getting the Titans right now. I love, <laughs> oh, gonna, I, I love the Titans. You're going to bash your freaking Titans. I'm not bashing them. Yeah, but, the fact but look, that, I'm not sitting here saying, well, Peyton made the playoffs every year. That's why he's not underrated so why, or overrated. So what's your point on Eli being overrated? What else did he do? What do you mean? Was he ever the leading uh, passer in the league? Was he ever leading in touchdowns? Was he ever up for a league MVP? He still won two Super Bowls. He won two Super Bowls. I understand that. You know how many? Pe- so did Peyton freaking Manning. But you never hear Eli don't really get credit though. But look at the team around him. Like he, I would say he was underrated. I wouldn't go that far. He was underrated. New York was hard on Eli, man. He, <laughs> he played for the freaking New York Giants. What the hell do you expect out of him? Well, oh. Like I said, he was not my number one pick. <laughs> he was pull up the film. He wasn't my number one pick. Uh, what was in Joe Namath's stats again? Uh, shit. Joe Namath. Oh, well, 200. I already know. 220 interceptions. And, they didn't know how to throw the football back then. 173 touchdowns in his career. That's a lot of interceptions. They didn't know how to throw <laughs> the freaking football. I'm giving the I'm giving it to Corbin again. Thank you. This is a bunch of shit. I'm out of here. No, you ain't. That's right. You get out of here. You get out of here. Just know you come back. You get trash whooped again next week. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching. Let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. And we're back. We we got Spanky back. We talked him off the ledge. Uh, He's not happy, though. Hey, Spank. It's rigged. It's It's not rigged. It's the buddy system. That's Uh, what it is. It's a buddy system. How how am I bigger buddies of Corbin he's, than I am with you? Because he's got longer hair than you. <laughs> I'm the champ over here, son. <laughs> You're champ. 
Next, we've got the Jersey Countdown. Uh, it's presented by DNM Fence Company. This will be our keys to the game segment once the season starts. We're going to start at number fifty-eight, and we'll go down to the current day that we are uh, that we're at when this airs, which is fifty-two. Number fifty-eight. I'm going to go Todd Kelly. Um, Twenty-one tackles for loss, eleven sacks as a senior. All SEC first-round draft pick by the 49ers in 1993. He also played with the Bengals and the Falcons. Number 58. Not a lot of people know this man, but I do. And I'm going to go – because, you know, I want to go something different because I was told to do a different number. But I got Andrew Fritz. Not a lot of people know him, but if you are a fan of professional wrestling, you will know him pretty soon. He is – one half of the NWA United States Tag Team Champions. He is the former legacy. He is the brute from Bullhead Ranch. He's a man that I don't see eye to eye with, but I do respect him. That's A.J. Kazana. Give us the pinky how he does it. Give us the pinky. (laughs) Uh, He's the brute from Bullhead Ranch. He's third-generation wrestler, part of the real wrestling family from Knoxville. Um, the Kazana family. Uh, you watch NWA, you know who AJ Kazana is, and I'm pretty sure you'll get to see him do some big things pretty soon. I got a Donnell White, offensive lineman, 2023 NFL draft pick by the Bears, 2022 All ACC first team, 2019 freshman All ACC, played 47 games, started 42 of them. Top 10 draft pick, baby. Number 57, I'm going to go Ovince St. Prue. Playing 2002, 2004. You might have heard this name. UFC fighter, light heavyweight division. XFC strike force fighter as well. Um, great at submission. I actually got to spar with him quite often right before I went to the Army at Knoxville Martial Arts Academy. His head kicks suck very bad. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, he's won some massive fights, man. Um, he beat Shogun Hua. I mean, he's he's the real deal. But... Um, He's been on a lot of pay-per-views. Um, for He was top ten um, light heavyweight for a very long time. So, shout out to my boy, OSP. Hey, I actually bought a couple pay-per-views just to watch him fight. Really? Yeah, he, he is very good, man. They would always highlight that he used to play for the University of Tennessee. I took him down one time. It didn't last long, but I did take him down. Uh, 57. I have the first man to ever wear the number 57 jersey. And that is Alfred Thomas. He wore it from 1937 to 1938. I got Jamie Wotella, linebacker from 1970 to 1972. All-American, 112 tackles as a sophomore, 111 as a junior. Had 413 tackles all-time. Um, number 56, I'm going to go Kurt Majit, um, great linebacker at Tennessee. Lombardi Award watch list. All-SEC, um, Al Wilson, Leadership Award, played in 35 games for the Vols, 141 tackles, 28.5 tackles for loss, 13 and a half sacks, four forced fumbles. Um, injuries, man, they, they set him back. from, But he, he still played in the NFL for the, for the Colts for a while. Um, one of my favorite linebackers, Kurt Majit. Number 56, I got the man that helps the University of Tennessee, the financial backer. Of the University of Tennessee. Big donor. Big boss. Big cheese. That's Jim Haslam. (laughs) 
I thought we wasn't selling picks over here, guys. I said it first. I picked my picks last night. I picked mine four days ago. Uh, he is the founder of the Pilot Flying J Corporation, though, which makes sense now because for years in NASCAR races, with the Pilot Corps, when they come to Bristol or uh, Nashville, they would have a Tennessee logo on the core, and it always mind-baffled me as why, but that makes sense now. For 55, I'm going to go Jesse Mahalona, All-SEC, All-American. Drafted by the Titans. Uh, tragic end to his life, though, in 2009. Died in a car crash in Hawaii. Uh, one of my favorite players as a kid. Got his jersey hanging up right over there. Um, absolute beast on that defensive line. Good pick. I got Jacquez Smith. Played from 2010-2013, University of Tennessee. Got Dan Williams, defensive tackle. Had 153 tackles, six sacks in his career. Was a round one draft pick by the Arizona Cardinals in 2010. Uh, pick at number 26. Didn't have a long NFL career, but he had about three or four-year career. Number 54, I'm going to go Abe Shires. Played from 1938 to 1940. All-American tackle. Played in a time when Tennessee went undefeated for three regular seasons in a row. Um, 38, 39, and 40. Um SEC champions, 1938-1940 national champions. 54, I got two people. Uh, number one, lineman Jordan Williams, played from 2011-2014. The number uh, two for 54, I got someone who means very close to me. He's, he's my best friend. Um, he was going to get to play at the University of Tennessee, but due to some unfortunate circumstances, he had a different life path, and now he is a teacher, Cofield School. He is now a professional wrestler who's doing big and better things than most people in this world. But I'm going to go with uh, Zach Stewart. Not A lot of Tennessee people might remember him as being, being the uh, highly touted offensive lineman from Cofield, Tennessee, back in the class of 2014. I've got Bob Johnson. He was a center. He won SEC Best Blocker Award. Two-time All-American. He was a number one draft pick by the Bengals in 1968, and he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Center, number one NFL draft that's pick. Crazy. That is, that that's got to be. He's got to be the only center that would be the number one NFL draft pick. That'd be something good to look up. Um, number 53. I'm gonna go Jeremiah Crawford, uh, current starting left tackle. Great year last year. Um, come on our show. Great person. Um, Plus, the, the throw-up against Alabama and the head nod is that will forever be remembered. So, I'm going to go number 53, Jeremiah Crawford. Number 53, I got Gerard Mayo. I've got uh, Glenn Strano, uh, center. He's drafted by the Lions in 1984, and he was an All-ACC. Number 52, I'm going to go Jackie Walker, um, two-time All-American. Played in 1969, 1971, 82 tackles, 42 assist tackles, 1970 alone. 11 interceptions in his career. He returned five of those for touchdowns. Amazing linebacker for the University of Tennessee. Number 52, Marquis Smith, offensive lineman, University of Tennessee. I got Jack Jolly. He was a center. He uh, had a quote. That's, he said, Number 52 stuck with me. As a matter of fact, my South Carolina license plate 
to this day still promote, promotes the same number, Vols 52. Love it. A big thank you to DNM Fence Company and Ted McKinney for sponsoring the Jersey Countdown segment. We'll be right back with Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by CND Tire and Oak Ridge. We're back next. We've got Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other presented by CND Tire in Oak Ridge. I'll pick five crazy stories, and Spank and Corbin will guess which state that it happened in based on the title. Hey, you want to up the stakes here? Up the stakes. Whoever gets the most gets the belt. That's not how this works, son. You're a defending champion, you say. I defend my title on my own damn time. You're a defending. No, oh, okay. I know if I had the belt, I'd do the same because I'm not scared. You got to buy a promotion to get a belt. I'm not scared. Sound like chicken. Sound so, like a man that ain't confident in what he's doing. See, I am the man with the plan. Oh, don't raise your voice at me now. Don't raise your voice at me. If you're going to raise your voice, back it up. Put it on the line. Put it on the line. Are you saying CND Tires is not worth the championship? I am the man with the plan that gets harder goals than Spank can. <laughs> really? You want to know my track record, pal? We ain't going to talk about it. Okay? And after we get this done, I'm going straight to the house with my title belt, and I won't be back to defend this son of a gun until next week. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. Sorry, CND Tire. I thought you guys were worth a, a title showdown, but I guess not because the champ, is a loser. He's not, he's a paper champion. You need to bring uh bring your belt and y'all can in due time. In due time. All right, number 1. <laughs> Naked man who was aroused by the rain. <laughs> tasered after he was caught walking through neighborhood with an erection. Please tell me they tasered him in the <laughs> in the junk. <laughs> uh Florida, it rains a lot down there. Alabama, they like to have them tornadoes. Gulf Breeze neighborhood in Florida. Uh, I thought he was going to say New Mexico there for a second. <laughs> Joseph John Muzo, 63 years old, was arrested on Thursday after he was found naked. Two residents of Gulf Breeze neighborhood in Florida reported seeing a naked man walking around in the area. Police found Muzo in the nude with an erection and holding cooking oil. He tried to outrun police, leading an officer to fire a taser and arrest him. He was charged with loitering, prowling, lewd <laughs> uh, behavior, resisting an officer without violence and exposure of sexual organs. Muzo told police he received sexual gratification from being naked in public. <laughs> 
Sounds like Morgan County. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to put down other states, guys. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Man gets caught by police by commenting on police department's Facebook page. Georgia. It's Georgia. Gotta be Georgia. Other. Georgia man assisted Boom, I'm law. Too, no, baby. A Georgia man assisted law enforcement in his arrest after he commented on the Rockdale County Sheriff Office Facebook page. When the sheriff's department located east of Atlanta released their most wanted list, Christopher Spalding appeared offended that he was not <laughs> on their list. He uh, asked, How about me? through his personal Facebook account. The department was happy to reply, saying, you are correct. You have two warrants. We are on the way. <laughs> I <Dang> gum. <laughs> if I win one more, I win. I win this. How does it make you feel, Corbin? I'm the champ. <laughs> Champ's got an asterisk by it now. Number three. Man arrested for stealing BMW after trying to buy it with his food stamp card. Oh, sh- that's other. That's other. That's Alabama. Stewart, Florida. Authorities in Florida have arrested a man they say stole a BMW after trying to buy it with a food stamp debit card. The Martin County Sheriff's Office tells news outlets in a statement that 36-year-old Nicholas Jackson was arrested Friday and charged with grand theft auto. Deputies say he was turned away uh, by the Pompeo Beach auto dealership after trying to buy a $60,000 car using his EBT card. Mm. However, deputies say the suspect returned the next night and stole the car along with keys from 60 other vehicles. Deputies say they later found Jackson with the car and the keys after he ran out of gas because he didn't have enough money to fill the gas tank. Number four, 12-year-old arrested for drawing on a school desk. The hell was he drawing? <laughs> um, Alabama. Georgia. They, got, they do some crazy shit in Georgia. New York City. Uh, 12-year-old junior high student Alexa Gonzalez was arrested in New York City for writing on her desk. Not only were the words relatively harmless, um, one was her name and date, and another one was how much she loved her friends, but both could easily have been removed rather than punishing the student with a standard detention. Gonzalez's school opted to have her handcuffed and taken to the police station. What? Gonzalez was held for a number of hours before being released. Ultimately, how old were, was she? Twelve. Oh my God! I bet the parents sued. When was this? Two thousand and ten. I bet the parents sued. Ult- ultimately, she ended up doing community service for eight hours <laughs> and writing a book report, coupled with an essay that illustrated what she learned from the event. In retrospect, a spokesperson for education department. Uh, stated that the whole incident should have never occurred. Rather, common sense should have prevailed. Imagine being 12 years old and, oh and you're doing community service What'd for writing do, on a desk. I wrote my name on the desk. <laughs> on the school desk, yeah, man. 
gosh, we used to like throw fireworks in the toilets and stuff. Like, <laughs> we went to prison. All right, naked man arrested for shouting at trees. Alabama. Germany. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. A German man was arrested after a marriage guidance counselor advised him to run around naked shouting at trees. Um, Dieter Braun, 43 years old, from, I can't say that word, uh, said that the stress release technique had worked perfectly until he was arrested. He told police that venting his anger on the trees had stopped him from shouting at his wife. If I didn't go to the woods and scream at trees, then my marriage would be over, he said. He added, taking his clothes off at the same time. <laughs> what was he doing? What was he doing to them trees? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> He's checking with bees. <laughs> taking his clothes off at the same time made him feel more relaxed. For me, it's a type of re relaxation therapy. Feeling the breeze on my naked skin really calms me down. But the local police said other visitors to the forest did not find his behavior relaxing and have now charged him with causing a public nuisance. That reminds me of that TV show on, used to be on TLC, My Strange Addictions. Addictions. <laughs> you remember that? that uh, I do remember that. If anybody out there has ever saw that show, you just you just need to go watch some clips on YouTube. Like that man's like in love with his core and <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell. <laughs> All right, thank you to our friend Zach at CND Tire and Oak Ridge for letting us do that fun segment. We'll be right back. I'm going to close out the show. Hey, y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The CND Tire Pros are your go to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating, and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, Tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together, we went to school together, we played football together. And he's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook, that's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. All right, and we're back. We're going to close this, close this thing out. Um, man, Eli Manning. I don't know why I come on here. <laughs> he's un he's, <laughs> under he's underrated if he's anything, son. So close, Spanky, but you always just do something. I always like. get screwed, and the people out there know it, so it's okay. I got the people on my side. Maybe you drank some of that smart water when you come back next week. Uh, yeah, you got that smart water joke. That's hilarious. It is better than Dazani water. No, it ain't. What's cheaper, buddy? What tastes better? Smart water. <laughs> smart water. <laughs> spring water. Well, hey, nothing wrong with spring water. Look, you even got me some deer park water here. It ain't the best, but it's something. It's better than Aquafina or whatever the hell. I hate Aquafina. Dasani's the best. Um... Uh, I think we might go live on the next show. Ep big episode 10, double digits might go live. Yes, yeah, we could do that. Go live for number 10. I don't 10. know if live can handle the spank, but we'll see. We'll have to tone her down just a hair on the custom, but other than that, we should be good. Yeah. For everybody out there, don't forget, like, share. Uh, comment. Comment, follow. Tell your friends, tell your buddy, tell your wife, tell your uh, 
third ex-wife, your third girlfriend, your fourth girlfriend. As a friend of mine once said, get your mama out the field and get your daddy out the kitchen because the Vol Daddy, Corbin, the Spank, and Vols Deep Podcast is what y'all been missing. Like it. All right. Thank y'all for listening. We'll see you next time.